0: it gets by, stand up with me one more time. Amen. I will stand with you. Hallelujah. Amen. And let's pray together. Pray out loud with me. Say it. Say, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I open my heart, I open my ears, and I expect you to speak to me, minister to me, right where I am, my ears are open, and my heart is ready for all that you have for me right now in jesus name now father god we just thank you for your word today we thank you lord that you do speak to us that you minister to us right where we are with an open heart and open ears lord we just receive from you right now what you have for us and we give you praise and we give you glory right now in jesus name and everybody shouted. Amen. Turn to your neighbor, give him a high five, and you can be seated. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I'm excited about today. It's not often we have a Christmas Eve Sunday, but I'm excited about where we're at as a church. Next Sunday, we're going, actually this Sunday, we're starting a series, and uh, I, I, uh, really, I, I don't want to tell you the title just yet, but... Uh, um, Today's the first message, but the next two, three Sundays, I want to talk to you about being faithful and a whole new light and just share some things with you. Um, We had some incredible things uh, this month happen for us. Um, One of them was a phone call, and I don't tell you everything about it, but I'm just telling you when you're faithful, God takes care of you. Are you listening to me? And this was something totally different than anything I already know about or was expecting. This came out of the blue. Had no idea. And I tell you what, it was like God took the tablecloth with all the dishes and crystal on it and went, Whoa! and everything flew up in the air and landed right back down on top of each other, but filled with food all over it. And I'm telling you, God's be good to you if you be good to Him. And watch your mouth. Amen. I never had such an enlightening experience. Did she ever do this to you, Pastor Matthew, when mom pulled me aside and took a bar of soap and washed my mouth out with it? Huh? She, she, she squirted joy dishwashing liquid in your mouth. Well, praise God. Wasn't just me. You know, you hadn't lived till your mama washes your mouth out with soap. But you know, some of you need to wash your mouth out with the Word. Because some of the things you say, you don't want that crop coming in. What's that word in, the, in Psalms? Silah. Which means pause and calmly think about that. You don't want that harvest coming in on some of that junk you've been letting go out of your mouth. Amen. Because what you say, what you say is going to bring things to pass. Amen. So I want to share this with you today, and it's going to set up the next couple Sundays. And, and, and there's some things in here that may seem you've heard me share before, but I want you to hear this in a, in a new light. Amen. But I want to talk to you about predicting your, your new year here. What are you doing to predict your 2024? The Bible says in, in the book of uh, uh, Jeremiah in verse 29 uh, and, and 11, it says here, it's, oh, yeah, let me go back to that. I just remember what I was going to say. There is nothing but sunny skies ahead for you. Even when it rains, the sun is still out. Even when the storms hit during the day, the sun's still shining behind the clouds. And what you focus on changes everything in your outlook. Amen. 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 Well, Pastor, there was a tornado siren going off. So, God's still God. Amen. Amen. Well, you just don't know. I had an x-ray, and it showed this. So, God's still God. He's still in the healing business. He's still in the delivering business. What's coming out of your mouth? Maybe we need to bring mama back and let her wash your mouth out with a bar of safeguard soap. Guess that's why I have a, a nice affection for Safeguard Soap. I go on eBay and order Safeguard Soap all the time because I, I just don't like any other soap. I just don't. Antibacterial Safeguard Soap. Uh, but joy, maybe you need to squirt some joy in your mouth. Ha, ha, ha. It'll make you feel better if you just laugh a little bit. Squirt a little joy in your mouth. Amen. Amen. I always liked hearing uh, my Mickey Mouse record when I was a kid where Goofy starts singing (laughs) Laugh, 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 and the world will laugh at you (laughs) When your troubles get you down Turn around and be a clown Laugh, 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 (laughs) and the world will laugh at you You (laughs) I listen to it all the time I need to download that That's a good song what are you believing for? What's coming out of your mouth? We were in prayer, you know, last few times in, in prayer here at noon uh, during the week. Just songs in the spirit. we <laughs> he's already laughing. I mean, songs in the spirit started flowing, and, uh, whew, God, God, it was good. It's a whole different praying like Normal taught us. Praying. Oh my God, it's been so good, and. Uh, uh, hmm. But I mean, God's doing something. Amen. And we look at wrong things. We're not, we need to look unto the Lord. Come on. Nothing but sunny skies and blue skies. Amen. 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 Uh, the Bible tells us here in, in, in Jeremiah 29 and verse 11, the Lord telling you, he's telling you, for I know the thoughts and plans that I have for you, says the Lord. Thoughts and plans for Welfare and peace, and not for evil. One translation writes, thoughts for increase, blessing, and and, uh, safety. Amen. For I know the thoughts and plans that I have for you, says the Lord, thoughts and plans for welfare, and peace, and not for evil, to give you hope in your final outcome. Amen. You know, we we love watching mysteries and stuff like that. And... uh, we, we've watched one here lately, it's a new one, and uh, we were just going through it, and it caught me when we saw the other night, we, we watched one, and uh, um, uh, the main character's family member was sitting there flipping tarot cards, and then talking to her, her family member, saying, well, you know, this is going to happen to you today, and he looked at him and said, oh, that's just Barnum and Bailey circus stuff, mm-hmm. and kept going, which I thought, oh, that's good, Not the tarot cards. (laughs) But he just said, that's just hooey, is what he was saying. But, uh, um, you know, um, there's a real inflow of things. I don't know if he's, like, during uh, October or right before October hits, all the movie trailers that come out for horror movies. And some of the movies are so graphic now. The remake of The Exorcist, I mean... The first time I saw that trailer, I had put my head down because all I heard in my spirit was devils, influenced by devils, doctrines of devils, and maybe I don't know if I hope not. You shouldn't like that kind of stuff. It's dangerous. It opens up uh, uh, your spirit up to spirits that aren't of this world. Say I don't believe that. Okay, I'm just telling you the Bible. Don't open yourself up. A lot of that stuff's familiar spirits. Amen. We've got to be careful about some things. What you focus on comes right out that mouth. Amen. But there's a lot of things. You see more and more things on TV now where people are flipping tarot cards, they're talking about things. Uh, there's stuff printed when you drove through the checkout line at Walmart. Or or Kroger, and you see things in the news rack, and predictions for this and that. And, you know, even this year, there has been, uh, I looked it up, there was a stat, and it's somewhere around 60 to 70% increase in all the talk about UFOs and aliens. And I believe in this year, and I'm just saying it, you're going to hear more of that. You know why? Because it'll be the only justification that the world will have why everybody disappeared. You're going to hear more. Uh Uh-huh. See, people in in this world, you know, a lot of people have this flamboyant desire for weird things. Everybody say weird things. Amen. You know, the devil's all about weird things. And, you know, there's people in this world, they're curious about weird things. They'll smoke and take weird things to see weird things. Amen. Amen. I know what I'm talking about because I used to do that. Weird things. And you know, people are curious. Uh, Most of the horror movies that are out there deal with the bizarre. And really the outlandishly demonic. Even the hack and slay movies are demonic in nature because, you know, serial killers are influenced by devils. Oh man! And I'll say this too: they need a healing. I didn't need deliverance. They need a healing. They may have a chromosome out of whack, so they need a healing. And for the record, too, I'll just throw this out: homosexuality is wrong. And there's a chromosome that's crossed for some. Those affections need a healing. Amen. The Bible tells you and me to set our affections on Him. On things that are above, not on things that are beneath. And every one of you in here have had to deal with a family member that had problems in that area. Come on. And you need to love them. You need to love them in the love of Jesus. Absolutely. You know, but people are hungry for the supernatural. People have a strong desire to see the supernatural. And as you get older, one of the things in all of our lives is God put that in you to desire the supernatural, to want the supernatural. People are hungry for the supernatural. Christians should be more hungry for the supernatural. Amen. Amen. Notice I didn't say more hungrier. (laughs) Can you say thank you? (laughs) I got this cross look glaring at me. (laughs) Amen. I've waited all morning to say that. With the, you know, uh, people are looking for things. They want that. But as believers, you should want it more. Amen. And you should want to flow in it yourself. Say that out loud with me. I want to flow in it myself. Amen. Well, the more you pray in tongues, the more that'll start happening. See, the world looks to things like tarot cards in astrology. And that's just a little bit. Just shocked me how blatant the, the tarot cards were in that show. And then I realized, thinking on it for a few minutes, there's been some other shows I saw that in. And you know, for what it's worth, a lot of things have truth wound up in them. And I know there was a famous series of books, there was a lot of truth in those books that were intertwined. Be careful about the things you put before your spirit. It will affect you. It will cause strife to pour out of you. Uh Uh-huh. It'll cause things to pour out of you that are not in the word and they are not of God. It will cause you to suppress the love of God that's been shed abroad in your heart and mind. Be careful what you submit yourself to. Amen. Amen. See, the Bible tells us here, and uh, let me get to it. Come on, computer. There we go. The Bible says in Proverbs 28, uh, what's that say, 18? 19? Uh, 18, thank you. It says, where there is no vision, people perish, but but he that keeps the law is happy. Right? Well, we need to grab hold of that future that's ahead for us. And in 2024, there's a future that God wants you to walk in. Amen. I'm a big believer in setting goals. I talk about it every year. Last year, I backed off because Bettina uh, wanted to teach on it uh, and shared some things. There was a low turnout for that. And I was a little disappointed in that as a pastor. But every one of you should have goals for your life. If you don't, if you, what was it, Wayne Gretzky said, if you aim at nothing, you hit nothing. You got to aim for something. The Bible tells us where there is no vision, the people perish. Well, I, I looked up the word predict uh, this weekend. And I was kind of torn on what to do today because I have these three messages that I've written the last few weeks. And, um, but the Lord reminded me that you need to start with this because you need to predict your future. You need to predict your future. Everybody say Predict. God, all throughout the Bible, even when, when Eve ate the apple, or if it was an apple, it could have been something else. Uh, history and tradition tells us that, but that well, it was a certain type of tasty fruit. People assume what it is. We don't know. But, you know, uh, uh, after she ate that apple, and the, uh, God came back down to talk to him in the cool of the day like he always did. And then he couldn't find him because their spirit got opened up to the curse. Right? He's calling out, Adam, where are you? There was an emptiness there. But he went and spoke to him. He looked at the snake and said, he prophesied right then and there, there's coming somebody that's going to whoop your hind end. And you'll bruise their heel, but boy, they're going to crush your head. That's paraphrasing, but you understand? Even then, God predicted things. And all throughout the Old Testament, even in the New Testament, there are predictions that are laid out that are accurate And I really believe they're accurate right down to the moment in time, the minute, the year, the date. I really believe that. There are things lately that have taken place uh, that the Word of God has talked about for eons. And it's happening. I'd pay real close attention to what's going on in the Middle East right now. It's happening. You need to focus on winning the lost, bringing people to church, because things are happening. This year, you need to prophesy and predict your future. Well, what does that mean? Well, it means this. The word predict means, and it's in your handout, but you've got to write down some of these things too that aren't in the handout. The word predict means to foretell. Everybody say foretell. foretell. To tell the future or future events. To forecast, to prophesy. You know, if you watch the evening news, you hear a prophet every night. The local news, you hear a prophet, they're called a meteorologist. And they are prophesying what the weather is going to be. Now they're doing it by the month and beyond. They use computer models. But they're prophesying. Amen. I don't know. Anybody remember the story about Dave Brown? How he, he prophesied the weather? And some fellow in Arkansas got really mad because he went out that night, worked all night, brought all the crops in, and it didn't happen. Or something like that. That farmer got in his pickup truck, drove all the way to the news station. Walked in and punched him smooth in the mouth. Yeah. (laughs) Folks, we have a more sure word of prophecy. It's called the word. You can speak to the weather yourself. Never forget watching uh, uh, Pat Robertson. And um, when that hurricane was coming up the East Coast, they just put millions of dollars in his TV equipment. Satellites had been launched. They had bought into a bunch of stuff. And that tornado, that tornado that hurricane was a big one. And it was coming straight towards Virginia Beach. And on live television, they spoke to the storm. They spoke to it. It was written up in the newspapers, how, how goofy that was and it, they didn't have the Babylon Bee back then but if they did boy they'd have had a help filled day with that but you know what that hurricane turned so don't tell me you can't predict or prophesy your future you can amen that's why we write down goals where you want to be alright let me keep going here doing good the word predict means to foretell to tell the future, a future event, forecast, prophesy. Weatherman, weatherwoman, every night, meteorologist, person. They prophesy about events concerning the weather. They predict or foretell the future events as they relate to the weather. Well, as they prophesy what they believe will happen, you know, we find out whether they need to move the chains again, reset their goalpost, don't we? But when it comes to the Word, what God speaks is golden. He doesn't let you down. And sometimes things don't happen exactly in your time, but you know not everything's in your time. Right. And you need to quit getting disappointed over things because you didn't think they happened. If you know in your heart that your heart's right, then hang on. You know, we had something happen, let's uh, tell you about the two, two couple weeks ago, that I had written in my goal page every year, ever since the Richters blessed us to move to Oakland. And uh, when we moved to Oakland, I started writing things down because the Lord told me I wasn't believing for enough. And you know, out of the blue, out of the blue, I had marked that off my list. It had been 10, maybe 12 years, and that had been on my list every year. But I never quit writing it down because I believe I heard from the Lord. I pray over what I write on my paper. And you know what? This year I was telling Chuck about it during prayer. I took all my gold pages and I went back through all of them for the last uh, 10 years now. And uh, that part I didn't tell you. And I went back and I, uh, the Lord reminded me to go back and look through them. So, and I went back and I thought, well, that happened. That's happened. That's happened. That's happened. You know, things, not, things aren't relevant to your time. Things are relevant to his time. Your job is to, in all your ways, and he will make straight your path. He'll bless your path. The Bible says he'll crown your year with his goodness. The past will drip over with his blessing. Amen, right? Well, you know, there's no future and no vision in your life if you just don't think on it. I mean, without a vision, you you, you perish. You have to have a vision to have a future. What do you see happening this year? What do you see five years from now? What do you see 10 years from now? And in my case, looking back, what do you see that was 20 years ago that you wrote down? Well, I marked that one off. I marked it off. So the Lord instructed me, I need to reset my goals. So next Sunday, I'm going to share a couple of goals that we got for this building. And I'll tell you some things. You ought to be here because it's going to be a good service, all right? Amen. We'll be talking some more about this predicting year 24. Hallelujah. Well, many things have a future built into them. A seed has within it the power to predict a future. future. Watermelon seeds don't produce cantaloupes. Somebody say amen. amen. And thank you, Jesus. That'd be a weird tasting thing. Amen. Watermelon seeds don't produce cantaloupes. Tomato seeds don't produce corn. Corn produces corn. Tomato seed produces tomato plants that produce tomato plant tomatoes. Amen. See, the key is the key that makes you successful in all your ventures in life is that you follow after God. You obey Him and you obey His word. And you'll find out you will be more, much more happier in your life. Uh, all the days of your life will be blessed. And you'll look back and say, well, yes, yes. And you'll set your goals higher because you're watching God fulfill things in your destiny because you decided at one point in time, I'm going to start predicting and prophesying my future. Amen. It's scriptural. Amen. Let's go back to that verse one more time. It says, oops, that wasn't the one. Oh, I know what, um, It's in your handout. Look at it there, that first verse that we put up, 29, 11. It says, see, I want you to know this morning. The Lord's thinking about you. He's got a plan for you. For I know the thoughts and plans that I have for you, says the Lord, thoughts and plans for your welfare and peace and not for evil, to give you hope in your final outcome. See, God's got a plan for your life, a plan for your family's life that's contrary to what the world's prophesying and saying. Amen. God's plan is goodness and blessing if you'll honor him. Think about the believers in other countries all these years. They didn't have an America, but yet God blessed them and kept them. Amen. And even when all hell broke loose, there's so many testimonies of how God led them away from evil. So many because they put God first. And I know there were some that died, died as martyrs, but you know what? They were excited about the moment. Just like Paul, when he ran towards the butcher block to get his head cut off, he broke free from the chains because he knew he was going to see the master face to face. He didn't get to sit under Jesus' teaching, but man, he took it to a whole new level for the church, didn't he? And he ran, he ran to that cutting post to have his head removed because he knew in a moment he would see his master face to face. What are you believing for this year? It needs to be bigger than you. Amen. What are you believing for? See, predicting your future is a simple thing. It's a simple thing for everybody in this sanctuary this morning. And it's vital that you commit yourself to the Lord. Commit your ways to Him. That you follow after His presence in your life. So that you're focused on Him. So that He can absolutely pull everything away. And focus His hand of blessing on your life. See, when you're not focused, your eyes are elsewhere. A lot of times we hinder the flow of God in our life. If you focus more about the resurrection life on the inside of you instead of the things that are going on outside, you'll operate more in the resurrection life. Let me say that again. If you'll focus more on the resurrection life of God that's already been placed inside of you, then you'll operate more in that resurrection life in the physical sense. It'll affect how you receive your healing. It'll affect how finances flow in your life. A lot of folks don't realize, you know, there's steps to get up higher. And spiritual steps. The Bible says the steps of a righteous man or woman are ordered by him, right? And a lot of times we want to run and get to that place. But you know what? It's those consistent steps, one foot at a time, going down and up, walking through that path, looking backwards and forwards you know, making sure you're on the right path, but consistent steps, faithful steps. The word I want to reveal to you next Sunday is that word plotter. And the modern day translation is not correct. It says a plotter is basically an idiot that works and doesn't have any imagination. That's not true. The word plotter means faithful. You need to be faithful to the things of God. You want to see things explode in your life in this year? Be faithful to the things of God. Can you say amen? So very quickly this morning, um, I'll come back to this verse next Sunday again. Um, there's that verse. Amen. Got in the wrong place. Three keys for you to predict your 2024. You ready? Write them down, because you've got a blank there to fill in. <laughs> Have a vision. Have a vision. You need to set goals. Scripture tells us in Proverbs 3 and verse 6, it says, In all your ways, what? Acknowledge Him. God, acknowledge Him. He will direct your paths. Amen. Well, without a vision, folks, you're just standing still, and life is passing you by. Billy Godwin used to always preach from the pulpit. Every time I was on the road with him, he'd say, You know what? A lot of people live and die and never make the music in their heart. Go to their grave and never make the music that's in their heart. I love that Sherry writes books, but it didn't start out that way, did it? You had a dream, and you started writing. And now things have been published. Articles have been published in the uh, um, chicken soup book. Uh, Not just once, but twice now. Three times now. You got a vision? Set a goal. Write it down. Pray over it. God will lead your steps. Amen. Have a vision. Without it, you're standing still. Life passes you by. You ought to have short-term goals, long-term goals. I got one-year goals. I got two-year goals. And I I guess I've been having 20- and 30-year goals. And then this year, marking off a lot of those goals. You know what? I I shared this. And uh, uh, remember that Sunday? Some of you have been here long enough now. Got that up that Sunday and talked about how many cars have been coming through our hands through the years. And at that time, I had that paper. It was 18. And then that Sunday, next Sunday, someone came up to me and handed me a key and said, I want to be number 19. Well, so that's just because you're a preacher. Really? I'm a child of God just like you. What are you believing for? You just know better than Jesus? Is that what you're telling me? You need to speak the word. Amen. 19. As of now, we've had uh, three houses come in uh, our path. I should say that a little different. Two houses now. One in the past, it was just a blessing that came out of the blue and it opened up for us when we didn't have nothing. God will do great things for you if you'll be believing him. He'll give you favor with real estate agents. He'll give you favor with people that you don't even know. But you walk in and they sense there's something about you that's different and they want to help you and bless you. How many of you have had that happen to you before? See, what is that? That's the favor of God. So don't tell me prophesying your future doesn't work. Because it does. It'll place you before people you never thought you'd stand before. Mayors, aldermen, people you never thought you'd be hobnobbing with, but here you are. Amen. Come on now, you have a vision. Set those short-term, long-term goals. Have goals that you can set out there and fulfill. If you, with a little, work, little bit of work and action, you can make it happen. Because what you write down, that vision, you can achieve it. If you'll work the steps of each goal, you can achieve it. All right. Other thing too. Remember, uh, within you is the substance of things what? Hope for. for. Hallelujah. Faith is the substance of things what? Hope Hope for. Say that out loud. My faith has the substance of things hoped for. Evidence of things that I haven't even seen yet. Woo! What you talking about lately? Amen. Well, that brings me to this. You got to be committed. You got to be committed in all your ways. You acknowledge Him. Yes, you got to know in your heart whether it's right or wrong as you write the goal down, but you're committed to Him. You're spending time with Him. You sense His presence. You know His voice. And you know He wants to do greater things in your life. So you start speaking those things. And you sense the anointing on it and the power of God on it. And you start shouting it out. Because He's that good. But be committed. The Bible says, happy is he who keeps the law or keeps the word. The Bible says in Psalm 37, 4, to delight yourself in the Lord and he shall give you what? The desires, the desires of your heart. Amen. Amen. See, the Bible says the Lord stays close to those that serve him because they stay close to his word. They stay close and are sensitive to his leadings and his promptings. So you've got to keep the word in your heart. You've got to ever be growing in the things of God, seeking after him, going after more of God in your life. Amen. He wants to give you the desires of your heart. Well, God is so wonderful and awesome, he does that. He wants you to be happy. He wants you to be blessed. Say, the Lord wants me blessed. Remember, I'm going to shake my head all this year. I'm going to shake my head. And just say, my God, the eternal has done remarkable things for me. How about you? You write your goals down. You start writing them down. And just start saying that verse over and over. You ought to have that verse memorized by now. I, I told Chuck when we were praying the other day, I, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm already working on the artwork. I'm going to send it to Shutterfly. There's going to be a big, 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 brrr, a big picture on that wall out there. It's going to have that scripture plastered on the bottom. Amen. There'll be another picture over the door. We speak faith in this house. Amen. And the other one will be a big victory flag. It says, thanks be unto God who has given us the victory. Amen. God wants you walking in greater things, but you need to be committed. Committed to spend time in his word. Committed to fellowship with him. And third and lastly here this morning, you need to speak your faith. You need to speak your faith. The Bible says in Romans chapter 12, in verse 3, God has dealt to every man the what? Measure of faith. Not two, not three, but one. The measure. The measure. That's all you'll ever need, too, by the way. It's a shame when people say, oh, I just don't have the faith for that, brother. Uh-huh. And whose fault is that? You're supposed to develop your faith. You're supposed to grow and water that word in your life. That faith should grow. Amen. It grows by you spending more time with him. As people tell me, you know, I don't read your email. But you didn't know about this? No. Okay. Whose fault's that? Yeah, with me, I understand. I'm not being vindictive about it. I'm just telling you the truth. Well, I just didn't have time for that. That says a lot about what you do have time for. And I'm not talking about just me, I'm talking about the word of God. Do you got a devotional time? The Bible says, in all your ways acknowledge Him. Are you with me? People's confession says a lot about what they don't do or do. Right? If they're talking doubt and unbelief about their healing, people's confession says a lot about what they don't really believe. Amen! See, if you focus on the resurrection life on the inside of you, that's what's going to come flying out that mouth of yours, and that's what's going to affect your destiny. That's good preaching, folks. It's not one measure. I mean, it's not two or three measures. It's one measure. That's all the faith you'll ever need. It's up to you to develop it and cause it to grow. A lot of folks really uh, are really bad when it comes to speaking and growing their faith. They say things like, well, you know, whatever will be, will be. Okay, Sarah, sirah, Sarah. Whatever will be, will be. Really? You're going to live your life that way? Because the world's going to pass you by and you're still sitting there waiting for a welfare check. Or worse. Come on, that's good preaching. Your faith should be speaking. Like the old Yellow Pages ad, let your fingers do the... Amen. We don't even have Yellow Pages anymore. you got to let your clickety-clickety-click do the walking, right? You've got to get your faith in motion, folks, if you want to see your goals, dreams, and visions come to pass. Amen. The Bible says that you are a whosoever and you can have... Amen. Mark eleven twenty three. 23. What's your job though? If I'm a whosoever and I can have whatsoever, then what's my job? My job is to follow the Lord. My job is to follow His word. My job is to speak His word. A lot of people just let life happen. They never really firmly take a grip on their lives. They're waiting, hoping the boss sees fit to bless me this year. Maybe I'll get a bigger bonus. Are you doing anything in the natural to get a bigger bonus? If you want blessings, you've got to prove yourself faithful and not run your mouth all the time. That's right. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> Some people, no. Like peanut, you know. What are you speaking? Well, you know, I'm just like this the rest of my life. All right? Come up here this morning. Let me hold hands with you. I'm going to pray in agreement over you. And you get to keep it. Come on. Don't want to work hard? Don't want to do the right things? Well, you have multiple pink slips in your life. That's just natural things. Faithfulness is a requirement for the servant of God. Diligence is a requirement for the servant of God. Amen. Amen. Let me go further. I'm getting into next week. See, it's not, it's not two measures. It's not three measures. It's one measure. You grow it. God's not going to lay hands on you and rub the hair off your head so you can have more faith. You are to develop. You are to do the abiding in the vine. You are to draw from the gifts of the, the word. Amen. can't just let life pass you by. I don't want life just to pass me by. I want life to happen for me. How about you? Because see, within you and me is the ability to speak and declare your faith and my faith. And let me close with this last verse here. The Bible says in Romans 12, 6, it tells you and me to what? Prophesy according to the proportion of faith. If you've not been developing your faith you won't have faith to speak what needs to be spoken to fulfill your destiny. I can hear it now, the brakes are squeaking. Yeah! My faith? Yeah. See, boldness is another requirement for the servant of God. Boldly declare. Boldly speak the word. Amen. Notice that it says prophesy. Shout it out with me. Prophesy. (laughs) You're supposed to prophesy according to the proportion of your faith. Well, prophesy means to declare or to predict. So you're supposed to declare or to predict according to the proportion of your faith. So, proportion, you know what that means? I'll give you a real simple answer for what proportion means. It means percentage. Percentage. I remember hearing Brother Copeland speak when I, I remember when I first got saved and I knew I wanted to be in the ministry. At, uh, I, I got those tapes. I think they're still out there. But the teacher, you know, cassette tape of Brother Copeland speaking on the Ministry of Excellence. Y'all remember that series? I wore those out. I had to get three sets. I wore those out. But one of the things that he said was, some of you don't have the faith to believe God for a BB. Because you've never prophesied to the proportion of your faith because you can't. You've not developed your faith. You talk a big talk, but then you negate it when you get back home. Come on, that's good. See, proportion means percentage. Your percentage grows as your word intake grows. Your percentage grows as your word intake grows. And then Romans 10, 17 says, Faith cometh by what? And hearing by the word of God. Folks, we are to speak our faith. Can you say amen? Amen. And I tell you what, you can predict this year. And next Sunday, I'm going to talk about faithfulness in a whole new way and I really want you not to miss this. I want to tell you some things that God's told me that we're going to do for this church and we're going to do in this building. There's still things to do, and we've held back, but I'm telling you, I'm not going to hold back on it right now. I'm going to lay it out to you. Amen. Time for you and for me to be excited about the things of God. It's time for us to go out in the highways and the hedges and compel them to come, because the Master's coming back. (laughs) Oh, he's coming back. What will he find you doing, stealing paper clips from the office? <laughs> what will he find you doing, taking a, I'm going to take a couple post-it notes around home, they won't miss that. Is he going to find you being a doer of the word? Or just an t- ear tickle person? You only feel good when your ears are tickled. It's the diligence and the faithfulness and the commitment that will put you over the top. You want 2024 to be an over-the-top year for you? Those points right there will set you above and above all the rest. Amen. Above all the rest. So write things down this week. Work your goals. Next week we start the fast. Good time for you to focus and read those goals while you're fasting a meal or fasting your coffee, God forbid, or fasting fast your snack pack. Maybe you got a snack pack. I'm on fast snack pack. You know what I'm talking about. Your chocolate pudding. <laughs> I love that episode, that uh, sitcom. I gave you my snack pack. I gave you my chocolate pudding. <laughs> Let's give our hearts up to the Lord like never before this year. Because the best days are ahead of you. This year was pretty awesome. Whew. This year coming up, it's going to be... Better than a slice of the best cake you've ever had. Better than a strawberry cake, right Chuck? (laughs) Better than that there strawberry cake or chocolate cake. Amen. Hallelujah. Did you get something today? That's good preaching. Hallelujah. All right, you got your goal page. You got the word of the Lord for this year. You've got a lot to go on, don't you? So take some time this week, pray, write your goals down. I've been doing it for a month now, but the last two weeks I, had, I threw all that that I wrote down earlier in the month away and started writing down new things. Because the Lord said, you're not believing enough. All right, I'm going to shake my head. The eternal has done remarkable things for me. Are you ready? Faith comes by what? Hearing. And hearing by the word of God. Amen. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Let's pray right now. Bow your heads with me. Pray with me. Hallelujah. If you're watching online, pray with me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father God, we just thank you. In fact, let's all pray this out loud together. Say it with me. Say, Heavenly Father, I thank you for being the king of my heart, the ruler of my heart. My way is your way. Your ways are my ways. I choose to follow you and to put you first today and forevermore. I thank you that you're speaking to me right now and directing my steps because I'm a righteous person. I'm a righteous servant of God. And I acknowledge you and you are setting my path ahead. And as your word says, as I'm putting you first, as it says in Isaiah, I'll hear your voice behind me saying, this is the way. Walk in it. Amen. Father, we just thank you for that right now. Man, I feel the presence of God in this place. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, as you acknowledge me, as you acknowledge me, says the Lord, you wait and see and watch what I do for you. Whoo, amen. Doors are being blown down in your life beginning right now because you've made choices, you've made decisions. Your thoughts have already been to click and change. Doors have been opened up in your thoughts. There's more, there's more, there's more, there's more. Some of you believe in here this morning for a better job, a bigger job. Well, the Lord says today you need to believe God for His job. Because His job (laughs) is above and beyond all that you can ask or think. Ha ha. Amen. You do your part. You do your part. You, You put out applications. You do the things you need to do. But knock and it shall be given unto you, right? Or ask, and it shall be given unto you. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and the door shall be open. Set your faith for something bigger than you've ever dreamed. God's got it. I'm telling you, God's got it. He's got it. And He's got it for you. Amen. Thank you, Lord. This morning, if you're watching online or here in person today, and you've never made Jesus the Lord of your life, you know what? Today's the best day of your life best day of your life. He's a good God and he loves you and he wants to do great and mighty things for you. All you got to do is ask him into your heart. Ask him to forgive you of all of your sins. He's faithful and just to do that. The Bible says that. If you're watching right now or you're here today and maybe you've been backslidden in your heart, the Bible says he's faithful and just to forgive you of all unrighteousness. Amen. Just confess to him. I made a mistake. I'm sorry. He's a good God. who will forgive you. Let's all pray together. If you've never made Jesus the Lord of your life, this is it. Let's do it. I don't know about you, but if the trumpet sounded tomorrow, I want to see him face to face. Pray with me, church. Let's all pray together. You at home, pray with me. Say these words. Say, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I come to you. I ask you. Forgive me of all of my sins. I believe that you sent your son, Jesus, to die for me, to shed his blood for me and be raised from the dead. Jesus, I believe that. I believe you've died for me. I believe that your blood was shed for me. I believe you broke the curse off of my life. I ask you right now, come into my heart. Make me brand new from this moment forward for the rest of my days till I see you face to face. I will live for you for all of eternity. I will live for you, honor you, and be faithful to you. In Jesus' name, thank you for saving me. Amen. All right, if you prayed that prayer,